Support for Waveform comes from Anthropic. So looking for an AI solution for a business, it might be time to check out the Claude 3 family from Anthropic, your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. So whether you're powering a customer chat experience or doing complex R&D or need advanced analysis, Anthropic can help provide you with frontier intelligence. So if you're looking for speed, power, or anything in between, the Claude 3 family offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. And I'm Andrew. And we are closing out 2021 with a bit of a shake it up episode. We're, mm-hmm. we're changing up the format because we had some fun ideas. We want to go over them. Yeah. Which are mainly looking back at 2021 and then eventually looking forward at 2022. So today, this week, we're looking back at 2021. And there mm-hmm. was some really cool stuff that we really enjoyed that was fun and that we want to see more of going forward. Um. But I think we want we just wanted to look back at 2021 because it was a pretty big big, big year a for huge year for the, the whole team, the channel, everything we've been doing. We obviously have grown the team a bit. We have the studio channel now. We have the waveform as a video podcast and as a clips channel. And it's weekly year. as well this year. And it's it's constant. It's yeah. working. It's going great. And so for this episode, we want to bring on some of the team members who have joined. Actually, everyone on the team All we're gonna have team, on. Yep. And we're gonna talk through the best highlights of 2021 in the tech and YouTube world. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to do. So I guess we'll just start it off. We'll kick it off with Adam. You want to come over here from behind the board? Let's let's get it started. All right, Adam, welcome to the set in front of the cameras this time instead of behind. I'm over there. I can see my chair. It's empty and sad. You got the mic on this side too now. (laughs) So I would describe you as a podcast producer. I say producer instead of editor because it's kind of like the whole process. It's the recording, it's the editing, it's the production, the video, and the audio. It's all it's a whole thing. All of it. Um, welcome to the the other side yeah. of the camera. Good to be here. I've never been in this room before. It's pretty nice. <laughs> You've been on camera up here a couple of times. We've True. brought you. Yeah, in I for think a once few or twice. Things. Yeah. yeah. So I guess a uh, retrospective would be having worked on all of these podcast episodes now since the videos launched and everything. Do you have a favorite or one that sticks out? as uh, as a behind-the-camera person. Yeah, so it's funny. Both of my favorites are not videos. They were from before when okay. we started the video. Okay. Because the first one, I would say, is Neil deGrasse Tyson's. Yeah. That yeah. one was amazing. Right. That's yeah. like, he's one of my idols. So being able to like edit his whole conversation that he had with Marquez in like retro tech, because we got like the full interview, so I could chop it down for an episode once. 
that one was pretty cool. So that was like right when you started, right? That was so like my got, second week. You got to come in and directly <laughs> edit Neil deGrasse. Like the raw audio where he's like talking to you behind the camera, like cracking jokes, dad yeah. jokes and stuff. That's and pretty great. cool. He must be a fun edit because he sort of just talks in waves mm-hmm. and he can sort of go on for five consecutive minutes on one thing. Yeah. And if you don't edit it at all, it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, what, what do you Stream mean by of fun? I just mean like how <laughs> torture. It's very difficult to take time out of a Neil answer because he just keeps talking the like, whole time. Some of his points later on are like directly built on points he made earlier in the sentence. So like you can't yeah. just chop around it. Yeah, <laughs> you like yeah. take a part out and then like ten minutes later, yeah, you're like, oh, I need to put that part. Oh, I should have kept that in. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It was really interesting. And then my second one was probably the rise and fall of Boosted that David and I did. That's what I was going to guess. Yeah, yeah, that one was insane. Just the whole process of like talking to all the people that talked to us, that was really nice. And then editing it was mayhem because David and I had never done anything like this before, like mm-hmm. together a full story like this. So we were here till like, I think like three in the morning that day. Yeah. Just like editing. And when we got certain background tracks to like fade into certain things. We were literally at our desk jumping around like, oh my God, that sounds so good. Yeah. (laughs) David, Adam, take it away. What's up, y'all? I'm David Mel, and this is Waveform. Today's episode, Boosted to Busted, the rise and fall of Boosted Boards. Yeah, I feel like the, the, the way that we edit, especially on the MKBHD channel where things are so planned, we actually don't have that much of a challenge of, of, shrinking down the amount of things recorded into mm. the final video because there isn't that much extra that gets recorded. You know, maybe for the video where I went to Jimmy's, you know, huge studio, there's a little extra that I'm cutting down trying to fit the story right. But for a podcast like that, there's I'm imagining a ton of stuff that got recorded and didn't make it in. Everyone we spoke to was an hour-long interview. Yeah. And we spoke to like five or six different people. So, so you probably cut lot. out like half of the things that were said. We said like the week leading up to the edit night, we were just sending each other transcripts and being like, if there's anything that stands out to you, just highlight it in the transcript so we could just find it in the audio and edit it together when we need it. Yeah. It was it was chaos, but it was really fun. It came together really well. I, I wonder now about our challenge for doing a video version of it because it was really fun and we planned it around audio mm. and the transitions and the interviews and everything. And now we're doing a video podcast. And I wonder if there's something like that in our future. But I think that was a really well put together piece. Yeah, David and I have been talking about how to translate that something like that to video, and we're going to need a lot of help from Michael. So Michael, yeah, if Michael you're watching, do a lot. Yeah, well, we could ask him about it. We'll hear from him, yeah, we'll hear from him soon for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for everyone who watches on YouTube, they've kind of come to know you as the person who's putting in all these like little meme worthy like edits or little captions of like kind of the editor responding to them and and people love it do you have a specific small piece that maybe an audio listener hasn't seen because it's in the video or just like something you worked really really hard on for like two seconds of a joke (laughs) that you remember yeah so there was one podcast i think it was it was the one that came out on october 22nd it had something to do with the macbooks and you mentioned something about the land of misfit toys when okay. referring to Samsung products. I remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first one that I was editing at home on the laptop. So the whole process was like new to me because it's not obviously not running as smooth as the computers here at, in the office and stuff. So I was at home sitting on my couch. It's like 
11 o'clock at night and I'm only halfway through the edit, but I must have spent like an hour and a half <laughs> trying nice. to like track all the points to make like the the Samsung Bixby home speaker float by people's faces and everything nice. like that. Nice. And then I finished it and I felt so proud and I looked at the time marker and it was like, I'm a minute 32. I really need to like <laughs> bunker down and really edit this. Yeah. No, I was gonna, there's so many little things that are like, what is the... What is the worst ROI on a moment in a video where it's like we spent an entire day on five seconds? Like we've done that before. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's real. All of our robot shots are like five hour shoots. That... I think most of that list mm -hmm. of worst ROI would be robot shots. I think there's some uh, some really heavily edited like graphic stuff where it's like we, we just try a bunch of different versions mm -hmm. of it until we get the right one. Um, but yeah, no, some of it's, some of it's practical and we'll spend a very long time and yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah. And, and that one freaked me out because we publish at 4 a.m. on Fridays and it was like 1130 on Thursday night and I'm still editing. Mm, <laughs> and I was like, geez. I, that was not a smart investment of I, my time. <laughs> I appreciate it because it probably made my joke actually land where if without it, it probably wouldn't have. So thank you. Sweet. Thank you for Got having you, my fam. back all the time. So worth it. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece of tech for 2021? 2021, the iPad mini, hands down. Oh, the I bought one. Mini. That's yeah. a good Hands one. down. Easily. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have a M1 Pro Max, whatever MacBook. Like, I don't really need it. So I didn't really, like, I wasn't as excited as everyone else in the studio for it. But the iPad Mini has, like, directly changed the way I used my iPad. Like, I traded in my Pro, or I tried to. I'm still going through that process. But <laughs> <laughs> traded in the Pro, didn't need it, got the Mini. It's been working perfectly so for me. So how have you been using it? Because I remember you really debating on getting it because you love the form factor, but you're a physical notes-taking yeah. kind of person. And how has that transition been? It's, into it? Yeah, the pencil for sure. Yeah, I've been using notebooks and actual bullet journals for like the past five or six years. So like I wanted to be the digital guy, but I really couldn't get away from the notebook just because opening a book in the morning and sitting down and writing down your tasks and everything is just like an experience. But there's apps like Notability and things on the iPad that make it great. And there's a paper-like screen cover. This is not an ad no. that works perfectly. I got a, well, now it's definitely not an ad because I got a knockoff off Amazon. So. Nice, nice. <laughs> ad for knockoffs. Ad yeah. for knockoffs. But it works perfectly fine. It's done well. Yeah. Sick. Can't, yeah. It'll be hard when we ban you from looking at your screens in the morning for 2022. Yeah. To be part of this. So yeah. a lot of writing. Unfortunate. Can't do that. Still works for 2021, though. Yeah. So far. We have another two weeks. Yeah, two more weeks <laughs> of it. Word. All right. Thank you so much. Yep. That was awesome. See you. All right, Hayato. Yo. Welcome to the in front of the cameras. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, I'm introducing everyone who's been behind the cameras a lot to also in front of the cameras because everyone's got both <laughs> He's sides. He's been in front of the cameras on the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Um, I would describe you as, and you can correct me or add to this if you want, as the uh, studio channel producer. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, that's pretty much what I've been saying. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a video planning job, a video shooting job, a video editing job, all wrapped yeah. into the one, and then we publish, and it's all, it's a whole thing. It's the studio channel. It's the behind the scenes. You guys have seen it. You're subscribed. I assume. Hopefully, I hopefully. Hope. Yeah, you better. Be. You better be. Um. Anyway, how how's your 2021 been? What was your what was your last 365 days like? It's been good, man. I mean, I moved to Brooklyn. We from. We, from Indianapolis. It's a long way. So, yeah, I came from the Midwest. I'm all out, I'm out here now. Mm -hmm. uh, we launched a channel. Yeah. It kind of, it got pretty big pretty quickly. I mean, we're 600K right now. That's awesome. Doing pretty yeah. well. Uh, it's been a good year, I think. Well, it's been a bad year. Uh, <laughs> okay, existentially. Yeah. Personally. Personally, good. it's been a great year. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I want to ask a couple 
Well, we have some questions about 2021. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back yeah. a little bit for this episode. I want to ask though, since you started this year, you yeah. joined the studio, you met all of us. What was the number one thing that you expected the studio to be like that it wasn't when you got here? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, that's not one of the prepped questions. You for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just springing them on you. Um, I think most things have been pretty, pretty uh, like as expected for me. But I guess one thing I, I didn't know like how all of us would get along. Like I didn't really know you guys personally. You know, I think like we met like once or twice. Yeah, like just a like briefings. Yeah. But I, I don't think I ever like had a conversation with any of you guys. Um, I knew like. Adam and David, we already were were good friends before this, but um, yeah, just getting to know everybody and like I didn't know anything about you guys as mm-hmm. as just like people. It's to a, chill it's with. a weird yeah. It's like a something you have to think about more as it becomes a team instead of yeah. just like oh it's mm-hmm. just me and my apartment whatever. Like it's it, it's a team building process yeah. as much as anything else. So that's that's another thing for me is like I've never worked uh, in person with people in like the tech field. It's always uh, been uh, a remote job. So right. it's been a big adjustment kind of yeah. kind of switching over to in person like we're always in the office every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way different when you're like constantly only doing work stuff from being like in the same space yeah. every single day like for a long amount of time. Like it's, you're past some work stuff, you're doing more like personal things and everything. And it is, I'd like to say we've all meshed very well yeah. so far. I, yeah. I love working with everyone here. It's, it's super fun, yeah. yeah. Um, so out of all the positions we hired for, the second channel was is a little different for us. It's something we hired for that hadn't been created yet. Yeah. It's kind of like the least defined position right. we did. So what, what were you kind of expecting when you came into the position and what kind of, did it meet those expectations? Has it been very different? I'd love to know your thoughts on how it's been. So when we first uh, talked about bringing me onto the team, like Marquez, we we, we FaceTimed basically mm-hmm. and just had a like quick 10 minute interview. And, um, and, and he basically just outlined what exactly what we're doing now, which is like, we want to do uh, behind the scenes videos, obviously, but also do like challenge videos, do sort of like vlog style and you know, kind of play with different formats. And I think we've kind of done all of that so far. It's been, it's been pretty good. Um, mm. Yeah. I think this is, this has pretty much been almost exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot to come in and say like, Hey, we're starting a whole nother channel. It like, is you're yeah, kind yeah. of running point on it. Like, yeah, it's different for all of us. And we're a channel that's so focused on like very specific things at very specific times. We do reviews. We do like pretty specific tech stuff where this was like there's a whole broad stuff we've never even attempted to like yeah. step foot in yeah. before the other thing though about the studio channel is like uh when i've i've done videos for so long and they've gotten more and more planned and more and more you know well executed Uniform, around what we're planning yeah. and so you know i get comments all the time like oh we want to see marquez vlog something or we want to see like the behind the scenes of how something's made or something unplanned or something like that. And I like, I know I'm supposed to be able to like pivot and stop on a dime and change up things really quickly, but I just couldn't get myself to, to suddenly do that type of video again. And so I feel like the studio channel is the perfect place for that. Obviously that's what it's built around, but it, it allows us to sort of play with that, the format a little bit more, play with the perspective and, and I guess that's the word, the perspective. Each person can be first person or third person in any studio video. I'm happy to be able to bring uh, a less polished, less professional format. To it's the, not even uh, about how your LinkedIn says. <laughs> I think it's less about polish. It's just about planning. It's about yeah. like when I shoot an MKBHD video, I think we've we've like we have this sort of game where we'll we'll shoot all the A roll and then we'll guess like how long the edit will be. Yeah, it'll be like a 35 minute 
talking to camera for a 15 minute video. Yeah. Where a studio video, I mean, you can speak to this. How long did we shoot for this road trip versus how long the video ended up being? Yeah, with a board game. It's a very different ratio. So that's a different, that's the format. To, to my brain, that's the biggest difference between them. Yeah, I mean, I think the road trip was something like 30 hours of footage just between the, the three cameras we had over, over two days. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Was that your favorite project of the studio so far? Yeah, Same. yeah, by was far. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask that question next, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it was the best it's one. It's been cool because yeah. we've done a lot of different things that we've done short reactions, BTS game videos. We made a parody video one yeah. day just like out of the blue. Like, like you said before, you came in and we kind of talked about accomplishing all these different mediums and... For going on six months, I think we've done almost all of them. We yeah. have a couple other ideas, but like where the studios come is awesome. It's yeah. I think it's really, really fun to watch. It's been I think it's gonna have a huge 2022. Yeah. 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 For sure. Do you have a favorite piece of tech in 2021? Uh so the obvious answer is is I'm sure like everybody's gonna say when they come on here is like the new MacBooks. They're great. It's but, a pretty easy answer. Yeah. It's um but it's for a reason. Yeah, it's yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like I think that is my actual answer, but the the more fun answer that I I think I would throw out there is I think the Rivian, the R1T. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. You guys, you guys I know, saw I've how I kind of was thought that's that. how you were. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's um you know I, I've never been like a huge car guy in general. I've especially never been a huge truck guy. Mm-hmm. But um that 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 thing was really just so different. It did so many things. It's so modular. It's so uh, interesting. I, I, yeah. 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 Like I I love. The I love seeing more competition in the EV space, and as much as I do love Teslas, that's not the only car brand that I would like to own in the future. So it's like let's you know let, let's get more competition out there. Yeah. The Rivian looks looks great. Yeah, one Motor Trends car truck truck of the year. <laughs> truck, yeah. of the year. truck of the year. Truck <laughs> of the year. We have made that mistake plenty yeah. of times already. No, yeah. I I I think the Rivian was my favorite new EV. Yeah, and it's interesting oh, yeah. because we do get to see a lot of them. Yeah. Like we had, what did we have? We had the Hummer here. We had the Mini Cooper EV here. We had the Audi e-tron RS GT. F-150. F-150 EQS. Lightning. EQS. EQS, a bunch, yeah. A bunch of different EVs come through the studio. Some of them we point a camera at. Some of them we get written up for Top Gear. But I think the Rivian has been far and away also my favorite EV that's come through the studio that we've gotten to take a look at. And I'm, I'm rooting for it. I know yeah. they're not prioritizing it as a company, but I'm rooting for the Rivian R1T. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, I like that answer. Well, thank you for that. Thanks for reminding me of how great the Rivian is. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Hayato. We'll be right back after a quick ad break, and we'll uh, we'll get David on. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Support for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones. With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free. You can head over to coda.io slash wave. So that's coda, C-O-D-A dot I-O slash wave to get started for free. Coda.io forward slash wave. All right, David, welcome to the 2021 retrospective. Thanks for joining us in front of the camera. Again. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Hello. I you've, forgot. You've to, been in front yeah, of the no camera. Yeah, no crazy entrance this time. Hey, but. well, I could have edited it in, but now that you said it, I guess I can't. So it's my fault. I apologize Definitely. to all the viewers. 100% your fault. Yeah. So we. So I want. Right. I'm starting off with like ta- sort of introducing everybody just so we all have the face to the name on the podcast. We have the studio channel. You joined the team this year. Mm-hmm. And as the position I would describe as sort of a writer, researcher, script supervisor, idea generator creator create creative brain helper i don't know I'm, there's a lot of <laughs> words in my head to describe it how would you describe it and how has your 2021 been i'm a content farm <laughs> <laughs> that's all i do i pump out content that sounds so sinister um yeah actually a lot of people have uh have asked me like what exactly do you do there because mm-hmm. i think for like Adam, for example, his job is very obvious, right? Like he produces and edits the video podcast. Hayato produces and edits the studio channel videos. And that's something I've thought about a lot. Like, how do I like measure my success at this job? Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, what I tend to tell people is like, well, I have a lot of conversations <laughs> mm-hmm. and I try to like make ideas more interesting than they seem on the surface yeah um it's hard i i mean like i've been here for a bit too and i've it's been hard to have like one kind of position and like mm -hmm. a lot of it is helping facilitate more conversation and more ideas and while that sounds like when you just say it out loud not that crazy but like it it is vastly important to not a traditional (laughs) name of a position i guess you would say no i thought about that myself like how do i measure my like importance or success at this position. But the thing know? also is, is while you're adding all of that, this whole team is wildly talented in so many different positions where when one member is out, another member can step in. Mm-hmm. And like we have had, almost everyone in here has probably done every job That's at true. some point. Yeah. And that is so, so important. And so the reason why this team can churn out content yeah. like we can in such a small team. No, I think what yeah. you hired me for is definitely the the thing that I love doing the most, which mm-hmm. is just like having like just really like nailing down into an idea further and further until you find the golden nugget in the haystack. That's yeah. the wrong terminology. The but needle like in the well, chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Like 
for example, I don't even know if this is a future question you were going to bring up, but like, for example, like the, the AirTags video we did, the like Apple wins even when they lose. That was like one of my favorite. I remember we had like a four hour conversation in the studio about that and it wasn't forced. It was just all like, mm-hmm. wait, but if they do this and it's just like, it just extrapolated itself. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, those are my favorite type of conversations to have in general. And so when we can have them like together in, in a studio setting. Yeah, very cool. that kind of was one of my questions. I mean, I feel like the the many minds is greater than one. Many arms make light work, something, something, something. <laughs> like, I think the fact is, if I were to just keep making videos about my own thoughts, I would, I would run out much faster. Mm-hmm. And I think when we get different perspectives and different thoughts and different experiences all into one, it makes for much more interesting, dynamic, different looks at things. And that also was one of my favorite videos. I, I don't know why I like animal references so much, <laughs> yeah, but like it helps that. me so much to think <laughs> yeah. about like the way sharks and their little menorah fish yeah, are yeah, like yeah. attached Remora, to them. Remora, Remora, Remora fish. Yeah. Though yeah. that that was uh, Medora, Happy Hanukkah, everyone. I like <laughs> oh, that. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I like that yeah. we got to do like uh, sea research for that video too. <laughs> a lot. I, I also did. Uh, what was the other animal one? planet? There's octopi in another one. There's another random. Yeah. The, fish. Well, you had the the multiple arms. Oh no, thing. you had the um, the general the concept. cicada wing. Cicadas, yes. For a folding phone. That I was forget a good one. If, that was a flex by two. So yep. that might have been right before you guys started. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, kind of going off that, mm. you're doing a lot of research here. Uh, not all of it is on like specific things you normally would research because you used to do your own videos and reviews yeah. and everything like that. Is there anything you've like become seriously interested in after you did research for a video and like just kind of were like, oh, this is crazy interesting and went almost deeper than what you needed to for the video? Um, I don't know if any particular thing, but it is like even just doing basic research, like when we did the like reviewing every iPhone video and just going on the Wikipedia page of that particular model and reading everything about it and then like interlinking to different things and being like, oh, this costs like the equivalent of a thousand dollars when it came out and then next year it was 300. Like that's insane. And just like sort of seeing like the trends of things moving. Mm -hmm. I will say when we do the long form podcast episodes, which um, those have been amazing. And I think the Boosted Board episode, even though it was the first one, was the most freaking wild insane story that i never ever anticipated was going to be that crazy Mm -hmm. and then it just ended up being like what yeah previously mentioned with adam but we were like yeah how do we do more of these because obviously we're video now so we've done we we crafted this whole thing around audio and we had the voices and the interviews popping in how do we as a as a video podcast sort of deliver that experience, but also in a visual way too. Mm-hmm. So that's a new challenge. I think we we can take on in 2022. I think it'll be really interesting, especially because yeah. there are so many of those stories out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that is also, it's, it's consistently one of our favorite things to talk about from yeah. this last year. It's oh, yeah, definitely something you want to explore because like, it's really interesting. You can you have so much flexibility when you only use audio mm-hmm. because you can so, just control the environment so easily. But and then cutting. When and cutting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like when we had like all the people being like, Casey, 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 Casey. Hey, I'm Casey Neistat and I guess I'm hey, a YouTuber. Casey Neistat and I'm um, a, I guess I'm a YouTuber. You it's harder to do that with video. You can, yeah. but it's, it's different. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. We have Michael. Yeah. He does wonderful things. Yeah. He can, I'm sure he can whip some stuff up. Wizardry. For that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited to like dive deeper into some of those ideas um, in the coming year for sure. We did like two or three of them, maybe four, but I would like yeah, to- Yeah, we did a couple. We'll I would do like more to do for sure. It was the first more, year more. and we're yeah. getting into the flow of things yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Do you have something? So you cover a lot of things, mm-hmm. and like we're obviously restrained to restrained to covering so many things. Was there anything in 2021 you're sad we didn't get a chance to cover? Oh, sad. Sad. You, you had to have cried. <laughs> it's interesting for me because moving from a um, only Android phone, mm-hmm. like YouTube channel slash website for almost five years I worked there and it was just like phone, 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 phone. And I never really got to cover anything different. Okay. When I first started covering tech at a publication, I was doing only VR and then I did only electric skateboards for a while. Hmm. So... It was like that, but then switching to Android, it was like just Android for like four years. So even, I tell people this, like I could not have given a less of a crap about cars until I started working here. And then I'm really interested in EV tech. You own a Model 3 now. and Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I just like, I. it's cool like being able to cover a lot more stuff and having your horizons expanded. Okay. Um, as far as like, what I wish we covered more of? Uh, I don't know. I like that answer. I mean, it makes us feel good that <laughs> yeah, we've gotten like to help broaden it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think I think mo- a lot of people don't realize how many EVs we get to experience. And yeah. I think this is also true about me. Maybe four or five years ago, I didn't really have much of a a foot in the car industry at all. I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't have that much car testing experience. I'd re- I think I went to CES and I was at the BMW like area outside mm-hmm. and I got to sit in an i3. And they were like, all right, this is the i3 demo. We can like drive around this parking lot a little bit. And then to test the uh, object detection, they were like, here, point it at this barrier, floor it. I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, oh, floor gosh. it. And I floor it, and it automatically stopped before oh. getting to this very obvious barrier. And yeah. my mind was blown. I was like, yeah. car tech is the future. That's what I think. Amazing. That's the reason I think I like EVs is because they're actually just computers. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of tech wheels. in them. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, there's so much more to cover because in, I mean, I'm not a regular car guy, and the regular car people will probably be really angry at me yeah, if chill, they hear me say chill this. Everyone. I just feel like regular cars are like you can measure things in terms of horsepower and whatever, but there's just so much more in EVs. This is my this is my don't um, tag me on with that statement. <laughs> hate comments. No, no, no. There's I, a lot in both of them. You're all no, cool. I know there is, but like <laughs> I my least favorite me. thing is the uh, the car media traditionalist. Where they're like, well, you don't know anything about cars, so why are you making yeah. car videos? When it's like, well, you, you know those people had to start somewhere too, right? right? It's not like you're born as the top gear host. So, yeah, you kind of have to work your way into it. And I was just saying, like, now we've had at least a new car every month here just to, yeah. to try it and to have mm-hmm. it for a couple of days and to live with it and to learn about it. And whether it turns into a piece, a video, a studio channel thing, a short, a top gear article, like whatever it is. Uh, all those experiences add up to the context we're able to give. So I agree. Yeah. Like their computer is basically on wheels yeah. now, and that's a whole new thing we're getting into. So yeah. big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite piece of tech that came out during this calendar year? Yes. Yeah, so okay, I had to answer this question for um, a friend of mine the other day, and it was very hard to answer. Okay. And I would say, um, if I if I gave like a I'll give a physical piece of tech and then more of like an idea piece of tech. Interesting. Okay. I the, like that. The physical one is probably air tags. Um and I only realized that this morning. But I have like what did you lose yeah, <laughs> everything. <what>? <laughs> I <laughs> lose everything. I have I have an air tag on everything right now, even though my like the iPhone I have is not my like main device. I use it sort of as like a remote control. It's an air tag. <laughs> Hub. It's like your metal detector. It's an AirTag and life. Apple Watch yeah. hub. It's wow. just like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a metal detector. Yeah. Right? 
Um, but I lose so many things and air tags to me, like I I've I was a tile user since like twenty ten. Mm-hmm. But and I, and I lived in San Francisco, which is probably the most saturated tile city there is. And even then, it sucked. And so the idea behind AirTags to me is really cool just because the network is automatically there and it just work, mm-hmm. It always works. And like that is really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's as a physical product. I think $30 for peace of mind on anything expensive that you own is really nice. Now, actual tech that came out this year that I'm like, well, not physical tech. Um, two things. Tensor, because I'd been waiting for this for so freaking long, since like 2016 when the Pixel first came out, I was like, this isn't really a Google phone. It's just a rebranded Nexus that Google has more say in the design of. Mm-hmm. So like having vertical integration in a in a Google phone is a big deal. Yeah. Even though the natural language processing on uh the Pixel on like Tensor is like the most obvious and really only major thing that people are actually seeing on tensor like the natural language processing is so fast that it's keeping me on the pixel even though my pixel is pretty buggy it's so fast that i i voice type when i'm at home like yeah 90 of the time now. i said this in the review but i think i sort of understated it like i use voice way more on the pixel than i do yeah. on other phones it's mm-hmm. like a, it's dramatically better yeah so yeah i'm fully with you on that yeah also at the risk of turning this into a whole other podcast um <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we're about to see a little bit of a wave of custom silicon everywhere. Yeah, like we have the off-the-shelf like Snapdragon chip, and they're obviously trying to make improvements in these sort of natural language processing and computational photography stuff like that. But like Apple's showing what you can do when you have a lot more control over your silicon yeah. design, and then we start seeing like okay, now Tensor's doing it, and obviously the iPhones had it for a while, and we're gonna start seeing more of that. I think that's gonna be something to keep our eye on for 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, I, you're going to say one yeah, more Yeah, I just think it's amazing that you can tailor... Well, uh, right, I was going to get to the other Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's amazing that you can tailor your own, like, SOC hardware to what you want to do on your device. And I think that's going to add differentiation in Android phones over the next few years because, like, Oppo Group is supposedly making their own chip and Xiaomi is supposedly making their own chip. Anyway, that's done. Yep. So, other thing, um, Material U, I think, is, like, really cool. It's not tech, but it's it's, like tech design. I think, I, I think it's cool. I think I, it's a good design direction yeah. for Google. Do you change your wallpaper on your phone just to see what material you will do? <clears throat> Occasionally. Yeah. I did that a couple. I actually just changed the crop of one of my wallpapers yeah. and my accent colors changed and I yeah. thought that was interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's like the sample area You found changes. the yeah. like pixel by pixel yeah. like, area <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, searching. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So that was fun. Um, yeah. yeah. No, super into that. I think yeah. we'll we'll look forward to a lot of this Keep an eye on 2022, and that's, of course, what we're talking about in the next episode. But, yeah, mm. thanks for thanks for joining us in the retrospective, David. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I'll be back with a vengeance soon. For sure. Next week. Next week. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Welcome on, <laughs> Tim. Welcome, Tim, to the Waveform Podcast. Tim's coming in, coming in hot from his remote location today. So you've got your little you – you got the mic. You got the setup going. Welcome. Yeah, you guys are in my childhood bedroom. I've slept in that bed and that bed. Both. That is rare. Is it? I don't actually. Yeah. I had bunk beds as a kid, and did you I sleep in both? switched. I mean, like, did you switch nights, or I like originally slept on the top bunk? Then after a while, <laughs> I slept in the bottom. It's bunk. Thursday. I'm feeling like the top bunk. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. No, it was like I slept bottom bunk with my older brother until he went to college, and then 
we swapped and then the cycle repeated with my younger brother. So I was top and then bottom. I'm and then starting to realize that I had bunk beds by myself and that was kind of weird. Huh. But all right, cool. All right, let's Sick. get to some tech stuff. Now. Yeah. All right, so I'm introducing everybody. So Tim, I'm going to describe your position and then you can add or adjust as needed. Tim is our uh, graphics wizard. I think I nailed it. Uh, it. I, didn't, it. I definitely didn't realize how many image manipulation needs that we had at the studio until we had the ability to do them. Yeah. Like this is one of those things where like I'll talk to other YouTubers and they're like, oh yeah, I just gave it to my graphics guy and he did it. And I was like, what do you mean? I don't have a, what are you talking about? And then obviously Tim joins the team. You joined this year, right? This calendar yep. year. And yeah, uh, was in May. yeah. And so there's, there's all obviously thumbnails, but there's also like our Discord and our our channel banners and yep. our social media stuff. And there's just a ton of image manipulation wizardry necessary to make the stuff that we're picturing in our heads and make it come to life. Is that is that an accurate description? Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. You could have stopped at wizard and that would have been perfect. Oh, okay. Perfect. Sorry. Yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. No, so so we're looking back at our, our past year. Obviously, 2021 was a pretty intense year, pretty chaotic in a lot of ways, but also a lot of fun. Do you have any uh, favorite, now that you're on the team, any favorite projects that you've worked on uh, over various MKBHD channels in the past calendar year? Ooh. Um, okay, so favorite project for the studio was making the studio, making that channel, because you guys were very uh lenient on timing i had a whole month to come up with the branding the logo the look for that which from my last job is not something that i got we usually had if we were pitching a client we had you know a logo or brand package we had like a week so it was very hard deadlines very fast deadlines so to have a month was like oh man i can like sit with this i can you know see if it works see if it's something that can like expand and breathe and the team will like and so uh, yeah, coming up with the branding for that was awesome. Um, for the main channel, probably doing the Ford F-150 thumb. Yeah. Because they got into Top Gear yeah. magazine, <laughs> and that was pretty That was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, waveform clips. I love, I love doing all the waveform clips, mainly because, like, we come up with some goofy stuff sometimes, but they're so quick that, like, it's kind of satisfying to... Adam will come over with an idea and then we'll just bang it out and then it's done. But it's 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 pretty cool with those. And then <laughs> main main waveform is fun just because I can mash your guys' faces <laughs> together every now and then. <laughs> I knew that would have to come up. Is this is it. do we have to explain yeah. what this is? We might have to explain. Yeah, ex- these. explain what you're talking about. I think it'll it'll be easiest if you do it. I might have to put out like a gallery. No, um, <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe we'll do one yeah, sample image. Like a, on the, I'll take the I'll take the fall. It can be a picture of me. I think and we'll put it on the podcast. I think uh, you know you can do a lot a lot of different things for thumbnails for videos for the podcast. We like to use cutouts of actual frames from the podcast, and so we have the angle that's on me. We have the angle that's on Andrew, and so Tim is always working with. I don't know, five to six screenshots or images from each camera's frames and can easily overlay them very quickly and make us look like a hybrid Frankenstein human, which is quite hilarious sometimes. If I'm right, it's usually because you're just using the previous week's thumbnail cutout and then matching us up framing-wise. Yeah, like the the sizes of your heads are the same. I just have like the new thumbnail on 50% opacity. 
So it looks like, um, what was that annoying orange? It basically looks like yeah. annoying orange where like <laughs> yeah. the eyes are right down next to the mouth. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I, it's like left us in tears like That's so horrible. many times. It's, it's one really of my funny. favorite things to do on accident and definitely on purpose. <laughs> what you were saying before about, uh, you know, coming up with the uh, graphics and logos and a whole visual identity for a brand in a week is, it's so kind of crazy to me. Like if you're coming up with uh, this whole thing to be sort of representing this brand going forward for any number of years, basically, I feel like you'd want to spend extra time getting it right, getting a couple different iterations down and making sure you feel comfortable with it before putting yourself on a deadline. Is that, I guess, is that a typical like difference between sort of the, the previous traditional job versus this one? I mean, that just depends on studio to studio and client. And like I, my first internship, we were rebranding John Frieda Hair Care and we were doing their packaging. And that took I think four months and they went through testing and we went through prints. We talked to the Japanese team. We had a Skype call. Like that was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. But like the last company I was at was a small studio. We had international clients, but like some of the small clients we had just didn't have big budgets. And when you don't have a big budget, your time is cut really short. And so a week to them is like actually a long time because it's thousands and thousands of dollars that they're investing into these designers so uh, it just depends. Like, yeah, you you would love to have two weeks and like really talk it through the team, but it's it kind of is what it is. But yeah, there is a big difference between my last job and this one, and just previous design jobs. Like, the workload is probably way more at previous jobs and way more consistent. Like, there are definitely days here where it gets really busy, but for the most part, it's pretty contrasting in workload. It's it's a lot lighter here. Um, but I, uh, the, oh, the, another big difference is just not having like as many creative heads above me, like an art director, senior designer, creative director. Like that's a very big difference between last job and this job. And something I like kind of had a hard time grasping in the first month of being here, but like all of you guys is talking to you guys and getting feedback and review. Like I felt pretty, like I was in good hands. Like this channel has been running for 10 plus years. So it's been, it's been chugging along just fine. So, um, I knew if I asked you guys about advice or if someone wasn't working, it would, it'd be fine. Yeah. I feel like my favorite task now is explaining something visually that I want to exist that doesn't exist yet. I mean, we, I think we have to bring up one of the weirdest things we've made <laughs> Tim do, which was Marquez's handsome Squidward. Oh recently. yeah. 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 That's the thing. Yeah. So we'll have an idea and we're like, all right, so basically I don't know how to do this, but what I'm picturing is, and then just word vomit. And then hopefully you understand what I'm picturing in my head and then can create it or use what we've given you to create such a thing. And so I don't know if you want to describe the last one, but I think basically it was a video thumbnail where, uh, we had an yeah. image of me and we were like, we need one of them to be me. And then the other one to be kind of like a super exaggerated, you know, kind of like handsome Squidward, kind of like that version of me. <laughs> and then good luck, Tim. And we'll see how it goes. And you act exactly what you made. Uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite project of the year. Cause like getting a creative brief that was like, can you turn me into handsome Squidward? <laughs> Anything SpongeBob I'm in. And it yeah. was like, 
it was kind of, it was such a weird thing. Cause it was like, all right, I can do a lot of stuff with him in Photoshop. Like there's the AR with the faces, but it was like, that's not enough. I got to make him look crazy weird. And so I like Googled like beauty apps and there's one that I downloaded that was like a free trial, but after a week, it's like $30 a month or $30. I can't remember. I think it was a subscription, but it was expensive, but you can change everything on your face. There's like three filters just for your chin, your chin. And so it was like, I like, yeah, I took your face, ran it through, saved it, and then took that picture and ran that through. Nice. And it just like kept, nice. yeah, like exponentially getting more handsome Squidward. So <laughs> I think what a, someone called you Lord Marquand, which was oh, also yeah. really that was good. good. That was good. The comments, always, like, shout out to yeah. that person. comments always get me. Yeah, no, that's fun. But yeah, that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, you, we've definitely asked you to do some weird, some weird things, some things I'm assuming you did not do at your other previous design yeah, positions. Definitely. Uh, no, I used to. I worked so when I worked at Apple, I did that to my art director like all the time when he would walk away to go to briefings or something. I would get into his computer and change his background. And I would put him and me in a situation and put our faces on like, you remember like the Seth Rogen video with um, where they did uh, Kanye's thing with Kim Kardashian where he's on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I, video I, was that? Um, Bound? Lost me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There, there's like Joe Rogan and um, I can't remember his friend I'm, that did I'm like the movie. I'm just step in here and guess this wasn't something your superiors asked you to do, though. Where... I'm getting way off. I'm getting way off topic. But <laughs> I'm I've done saying, goofy I feel stuff like, like we're this giving before. you things that uh, previous employees haven't asked you to do. Whether you've done them before on your own time, Tim, that's oh, no, they, not here they, nor there. They but... totally. Oh, no, they supported it. Like I would have a review every few weeks with my my boss. And he was like, hey, man, you're doing great. You know, things are really looking good. And we love that you're like messing with Rob. Keep it up. It's like an old married couple. <laughs> like, no, it was like everyone was egging me on. But I'm used to getting vague descriptions from like friends that I work with for freelance. And like the last job, we would just not even get briefs sometimes. And it would be like, we want you to use this picture and do this. And you're like, that's it. So I'm uh, I'm kind of used with having to... to um, translate things into what I need them to be. So I do want to add a fun fact though. Okay. So the last job I worked at was called one trick pony. And mm -hmm. we always referred to ourselves as ponies. And the interview you did with Colin and Samir was talking about hiring people to become and like trying to find unicorns. And so when I got the job, I texted Michael's like, this pony's a unicorn now. And I, was so yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got the horn. Got the horn. That's awesome. <laughs> Now we are going Graduated to, ask you to Photoshop a yourself into a unicorn. So yeah, or I need that uh, that Photoshop real quick. Uh, I have a question though. So what is <laughs> now? It's going to so happen. You've, you've used a bunch of different things as like uh, you know you have tools on your desk. I don't have. You have a tablet. You have a stylus. You have all this stuff. What was your what was your favorite piece of tech to come out maybe in the last year in twenty twenty one? I mean, obvious answer would be like the MacBook, the twenty twenty one MacBook Pro is just because like I'm running a twenty fifteen and like they're just dreamy, but uh, my real favorite would probably be like, I don't really care about cars, but the Rivian was a pretty cool car. I think it was like polarizing in some respects, but like, that's what draws people to it. Um, 
I thought that was super cool. It was also because like my parents got really amped about it. My mom just doesn't like cars. So I was like, oh, this is like really making waves with like just generations. Like, so um, hmm. that was really cool. Astrobot was probably like top oh tier. You were definitely the first like, person to say that, I could tell you. Astrobot was like top tier tech because it just brought on waves of like, we saw that and we heard about it launching itself down the stairs and everyone in the studio ran to their Photoshop and was like, memes i'm making memes <laughs> and we all just generated like the best stuff so yeah astrobot gets my vote there it is astrobot top tech of 2021 Astrobot gets Easy. a vote love that <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you tim um that's that's our 2021 year in review with the man the myth the legend himself fan favorite tim thank you so much we'll see we'll see oh, you on you. next week's episode see you in the next episode sounds good Thank you, Tim. Pleasure as always. Um, we're going to hop on a quick ad break, and when we get back, we're going to bring Michael. Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters, robotic bees are pollinating flowers, and a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming. So every 2024 Aorus machine comes equipped with the Gigabyte AI Nexus, which is like a central hub located with all the AI-powered features you could hope for. So that includes super useful tools like AI Power Gear, which automatically throttles and extends your computer's battery life depending on your power source and usage. You'll also get access to AI Boost, which optimizes performance based on what you're doing in that moment, whether you're ripping through an FPS or running your own large language model. AI Boost automatically adjusts the GPU and processors to maximize responsiveness and deliver unparalleled efficiency. Lastly, AI Generator includes various generative AI apps for quick startup, and all 2024 Gigabyte models seamlessly integrate with tools like OpenAI and Microsoft's Copilot AI chatbot. But the Aorus 16X and the Gigabyte G6X take it to the next level with a dedicated Copilot key, allowing users to swiftly tap into productivity and generative AI capabilities. I also keep hearing AI is going to change a lot in the gaming world. Andrew, can you think of anything about that? Not just optimization, like you said, but like more personal optimization I could see happening where like maybe you're playing a competitive game like Valorant and you want higher FPS and lower resolution. Like you, you're okay versus like The Witcher where you might want 4K crispy resolution and like a lower frame rate. I think finding that between your computer specs and what you want might help out a lot. Nice. So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte. Team up. Fight on. All right. Welcome, Michael, to the 2021 Retrospective. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I guess I'm I'm starting everybody's off with a, I'm going to give a description of what you do and then you can add to it or refine it or whatever you want to do but I'm going to I'm going to call you Michael our our motion graphics wizard I think You're, you like wizard a lot <laughs> Yeah wizard is a good good inclusive word magical because really again it comes down to like all right we have ideas and we have 
things that we, we were picturing in our head that we want to turn into actual content that other people can can consume. Things we picture yeah. and have no idea where to even start at making if we had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we try our best to <clears throat> translate those ideas and deliver them from within through the power of the internet to you across the country. <laughs> and then you take that and somehow deliver it back and in a world of uh, technology are able to create magic. It's great. Yeah. I think I nailed it. Magic. I love it. Yeah, the internet is a big part of that, isn't it? Considering that I've been in the office with you guys like a total of one time, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely about, and it's about not only just being able to translate that stuff, but also passing files back and forth a lot is just an exercise of like, what's the most efficient way to do this? I think we'll just go yeah. upload this to Dropbox or Slack or something like that and then pass drafts mm -hmm. back and forth and then like screenshots of motion graphics before we're finishing them and then finally yeah. passing the final file back and forth. But uh, yeah, how was your how was your 2021 and how was your, what was the, maybe your favorite stuff that you worked on during this past year? Yeah. Um, I guess favorite stuff I've worked on this year, I mean, for sure the studio intro has to be a big part of that. Um, it was just so cool to like start from scratch. Like we've done so much with the MKBHD brand, um, and moving forward and being able to create this entirely new style with the help of Tim, of course. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Tim who you just interviewed and I heard was hilarious. <laughs> Um, great. <laughs> um, but no, uh, being able to start from scratch with a completely new style. I mean, the textural elements and the colors and everything has just been completely blown out. So we've done a lot of really fun stuff with it. I think at one point when I, uh, rendered that stuff out, I gave like three options at the very beginning and it was like a super safe one that was like almost black and white sort of newspaper printy looking texture. Mm -hmm. And then went all the way to like insane colors, like no real color palette, just an explosion of colors. And like, that's the one we ended up going with. So I was like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> was, yeah. At first I was like, I didn't need to present that uh, <laughs> range probably, but no, it was good. So yeah, yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think one of the like coolest things on the studio intro is how when you guys brainstormed it, like you and Tim obviously worked very close with this together, is that you've incorporated something into it that's a little different than the MKBHC channel in that you added a bunch of assets that we can then replace and make in reference to the video. So like we have ones with yeah. Mia, you guys just did a holiday one, which is awesome. That is like gumdrops and candy canes and stuff like that. And like, yeah. you've done all these really, really cool things with it. Do you have a favorite asset you've created or animated so far in there? I think... Um, you mentioned it, but Mia has to be my favorite on that one. I think it's just I, like that's probably pretty obvious. Yeah, I like yeah, that a yeah, because it was it was fun to have like you know I started with a still shot, I cut it up into like segments so that it looked like you know I could rotate the arms and make it look like it's a video of her or something like that. Um, but her, do you guys call her her? I do. Her, her, yeah. I, for some reason, immediately now we don't know about the bigger one yet. But the thing is, it's, I know that's we we are calling it Mama Mia. That's, yeah. So I think Mama Mia. It's ah. way bigger. I feel like it has to be a her again, just for that reason. On the, on the note of that, if we need to we need to place Mia with Mama Mia, uh, we do need to give you an updated photo yeah. of that so it can be yeah <laughs> for sure. Uh, but no, and then of course the other thing making that fun is the most recent intro. I couldn't resist um, putting a Santa hat on top. Yeah, which would probably like make it malfunction, but. 
<laughs> uh, it would, we could probably actually would probably get caught in the gears and it'd be, yeah. it'd be a mess. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess I already know the answer, but let's do it anyway. What, what was your favorite piece of tech to come out during 2021? Ooh, you already think you know the answer. Huh? I think I know the answer, but I'm going to let you say it. Okay. Um, for me, it is the M1 MacBook Pro. Called it. Is that your guess? I called okay. it. Yeah. I was yeah, saying yeah. this thing is yeah. like, I feel like we're like trying to not like say it too much and not give it too much praise, but like as media professionals, this thing was like right up our alley. I'm not, I'm not shocked that it's like everyone's favorite thing, but yeah, no. clearly it was great. When I'm, yeah, I was going to preface my answer with, I would guess that probably I'm not the only one that said that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, multiple people have said it as one of their things and I think they've been like, I'm going to think of something else as well because it's like so easy. But I think you it's probably so are one of the people that are, you you have one, right? Not yet. Oh, we've you tested, don't have so one. We've, yeah, okay. we've tested different I, specs and we're, we've decided on a spec that will be the new. Oh, uh, have you? <laughs> yes. Oh, so I'm so soon. interested to see how it changes your workload and stuff like that because you are oh, someone dude. who's working through some massive, massive rendering. And mm -hmm. and also I'm someone who uh, works on a laptop 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I mean, I, we originally, like last year or whatever, when we were talking about my setup, um, we talked about Mac Pros and MacBook Pros and stuff like that. But honestly, like I, I am someone who loves the change of scenery and loves being able to, um, well, back in the day, it used to be like, go work in a cafe or something like that. But now it's more so like, if even just leaving from my office desk to the kitchen table to the living room couch, like I just, I need change of space and like being able to be flexible. I like that I can be in an airport on the way to somewhere and like render something or like fix, you know, yeah, I, I've never really been tied down to a desk with a desktop, so I'm I'm not ready to do that. So, but the, when I saw this come out, I was like, "Oh shit, here we go! I can I can make this happen." I mean, yeah. and and that's not something that like in your field of work, motion graphics usually needs a lot of computing power. So that's not yeah. something oh, yeah. that's been like very possible. And this is while well, you said you have no. been doing it, this is going to make it far far easier, and maybe way more people doing motion graphics to be doing how you're doing it. Yeah, I feel like most people are using like built PC desktops for my work, my line of work. But I just got too sucked into Mac OS to begin with, and then, um, yeah, just the portability. I've just I've been struggling through, but now I think it has paid off because eventually I'll have one of those bad boys in my hand, and we'll be good. And then we can get you a new <laughs> mouse too. In and silver. silver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you like how I'm, that, I'm always not that yeah. darker <laughs> space gray stuff. We get that silver stuff. Um, I'm always no, like I, trying to tiptoe. I'm like, I'm like, if you already have one that you're sending me, it's okay if it's space gray. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if you're gonna buy one, please God make it silver. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of was experiencing the same thing. I edited the uh, the 20 questions with Mr. Beast video. We shot that in North Carolina, of course, where he's at. Imported it yeah. all there. Started editing it there. Continued editing on the plane back here. And then have been editing in various rooms like around the studio and my own house over the weekend until like Insane. bringing the finished edit here, which is something I honestly don't think I've ever done with a video before. Um, yeah. And yeah, the change of scenery is kind of nice. So I've uh, I can relate. I can relate this. Lap yeah. It's like we can't stop talking about this laptop because it's so good at so many things that we do. But that'd be like if an it's, amazing camera came out, like there's no way we wouldn't talk about yeah. it. I know it makes me mad because you're like. 
we can't just keep giving Apple credit here. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of people who, this one. If you can't <laughs> give Apple credit for this, then I just, I don't know how to get into no, like yeah. how to convince you otherwise. It's that might have been yeah. my favorite genre of YouTube video this year, which is notoriously Apple critical YouTube channels trying really, really hard not to give Apple too much the, like, credit for this one. Anti-Apple contrarian take had a, re- I didn't see a lot of them for this and that just shows you how good this, yeah, this computer was. It was really fun to watch those videos for me <laughs> and probably for Apple to be honest. Um, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, no, we. I think there's a lot of good stuff there. I, honestly, also, like, as far as specialized workflow stuff, I just want to give your setup right now a, a shout-out real quick. So <laughs> we've got you recording on your iPhone for the podcast, but then hold up your watch because the, the viewfinder is still playing, right? Oh, wait, oh it's, it's go. gone? Okay. No, it's was, happening. It's happening. Yeah, it was pulled up before. Oh, there it is. So you're using the rear cameras on the phone, so there you go. You can see the actual <laughs> shot from the watch. That is, that's pretty special. We that's appreciate fantastic. that. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I I can't be the only one with a shitty webcam. Sorry, am I allowed to cuss? Is that a thing? No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Also, now Tim's the only one with the bad webcam, so <laughs> congrats, Tim. Got him. Thank Michael for that one. <laughs> Sick. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk future in the next episode, but I think it's safe to say, uh, pretty much everyone here has really liked the new MacBook Pro so far, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's it's insane. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So we've asked you to do some kind of wild things, at least wild things we think of, at least, and some of them are like, if you think about the road trip, like he had to do a crazy map of everything. Do you have like a hardest thing we've asked you to do? <laughs> It's funny you teed it up that way. Uh, I was going to turn around to you and say, uh, ask if you had a guess of what I would say. A guess? But you already said it. The funny thing is, is like, I make, I think that might be the hardest, but then I also just have no idea. Like when you send nah, stuff to us, we just think it, it's like magic. So we don't know. I, I would kind of yeah. maybe Here's guess the, that. The thing about the, the stuff I'm sending, like I, I feel like I kind of have an idea of how it would be done. Meaning I took one motion graphics class in college. Like yeah. I have a fundamentals of After Effects. I have a, I, I understand like if I had to do this stuff myself, subtract the design element of it, just keyframing and moving things around, I could yeah. do it. It would just take me a really long time. Yeah. That being said, when I sent you all of the instructions and how I was imagining this map and all of the different things moving around and panning and showing exactly how this road trip went, I honestly, I'll admit, I didn't know how to do it at all. I didn't. I wasn't sure if you'd come back and say, "Listen, I have a different idea for how to do this because honestly, this is a little too complex. And we probably can't get this done." Um, yeah. And you did exactly how I was picturing it, which was like showing the different progresses of the different cars a- around yeah. this thousand-mile loop of three different cars at once, and where they charged, and where they took pictures, and all of that. And uh, yeah, I'm not it's shocked that impressive. that was easily the most complex thing. I, I probably should have told you that it was too hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that no, just sets was, the bar higher for more things. I know. That I'll ask you to do later. <laughs> uh, I'm remembering now no. the, like the the spreadsheet I had to send you of every car's stop and how much they yeah. added and everything. And yeah, that definitely had to have been the hardest. It wasn't a technically difficult like as far as like After Effects like abilities. That was not a technically difficult one. But it was the gathering of data from like six different places, which you guys did a great job of like providing. Don't but it was still just like, you know, the like person, car, one car stops at like 9.30 a.m. 
next car stops at like 9.45 a.m., but is like slightly up, like geographically is like here versus there. And then like the the extra layer of all of that was like the gas tank range and the, or the gas tank. <laughs> it was a lot of like, information, yeah. 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 And on top of that with the batteries and everything, and it was like, I would get like, um, you know, with one car stops, um, at a gas station, that doesn't mean that it's at zero. It's like at a quarter tank. So you have to like make sure the little meter things at like a quarter, but then like the Tesla stopped and it was like 10 miles remaining. And I'm like, well, what is 10 miles on like a circle chart? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, so that was like an interesting thing. Also, um, I wasn't there. So like that level of like putting all the pieces together, it was, it was a challenge to wrap my head around at first. But then like, once we got halfway through, it was like, okay, I get this. It turned yeah. out pretty cool. I'm excited about it. That, I, awesome. I love the way it turned out. I honestly don't think there was a better way to explain what happened in a more succinct, information-dense, understandable way. Like, I can tell yeah. people how the road trip went as me explaining it to the camera, but you don't really get to visualize, like, the whole point of the video is figuring out how far behind you get based on the, the method of transportation. And maybe yeah. it's just because I'm a visual learner, but that was the best way for us to illustrate that, that we possibly yeah. could have come up with for a YouTube video. Well, what was interesting is like for the viewers, but also for ourselves even like I, True. I didn't, I knew how it was going to turn out, how it was going to look, but you, you kind of glean new information from seeing it that way. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, we're planning on maybe doing another one. So maybe, <laughs> really? maybe with the, we, you know, Take we have vacation that week. Yeah. Electric <laughs> trucks. We might do another version. Who knows? But, oh, uh, I think okay. there's, there's some sequel potential from, from this one for sure. So. Should do electric trucks, but like all off-roading. <laughs> oh God! Well, we, don't give us too many ideas. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining us on this retrospective, and uh, catch you next week for our future looks. Sounds good. All right, we've got Vin and Brandon on at the same time. We've got a little uh, quad camera setup going, which is we don't use this very often, but here we are. We got Vin and Brandon on because not only are you both insanely talented on your own, but sort of like a dynamic duo, sort of like like Daft Punk, sort of collaborating and making like the best possible thing. Yeah, one of us you. explodes by the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. you both on at once. Take your pick. Um, welcome to the Waveform Podcast, first of all. Thank you. So been okay. here before. They have been. Oh on. yes, I think once or twice. We've never done the camera. No, thing no, before. not video. Yeah. You're right. We've quad. usually been on the other side, but not not in front of the camera. So yeah, I like this the quad camera thing. So we're talking 2021 in this episode, and some of our favorite prediction or so, sorry, some of our favorite things we've worked on, favorite parts of the year, stuff that was good or memorable about the past 365 days. Does anything come to mind? Does anything jump off the page for you guys? As the oh, by the way, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to describe your role in the MKBHD studio, which I want to condense it as much as possible to like cinematography masterminds, because that includes uh, set design, that includes camera work, that includes B-roll, that includes intros, which is a whole nother umbrella that includes motion graphics and color and sound design. So it's a whole bunch of things that all end up making the videos you watch better. Anyway, how's your year? Tiring. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. Not yeah. alone. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been it's been a fun year though. I mean, it's it's amazing how the pandemic has sort of made us kind of 
figure out how to make the at home in office thing more creative and uh, more interesting. Um, because largely before this, we were traveling a lot for different types of videos, and now we're here in the office a lot. Yeah, it's hard to feel inspired when you're not going anywhere. Exactly. There's no influence. But it is, a, it is a new office. I mean, we only got a month or two last year, like in this new space. So, like, this is the first year we really had this all set up, which for you two is like tons, tons more shooting space, and let alone a dedicated robot room, which is yeah for you two is which crazy. is definitely the most fun. I yeah. mean, that's been that's been a game changer because I mean, Studio B, which was our robot top down, uh, kind of like sometimes set room. room. It was like very long and kind of awkwardly shaped, so like you could do some stuff, but not much. Um, now we have this whole entire room, which is so fun. Um, because not only do we have a massive robot, which I know is kind of a, to be discussed later, um, but we also have just so much more room to play with colors, toys, props, uh, so much more, you know. Room for activities. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, that's probably for me, my favorite room so far, also top down room which is uh, cool to have like its own space and like we bring new props into it all the time. It's It's been really fun, but yeah. Yeah, I forgot that Top Down and Robot Room were the same room. Uh-huh. I don't and know we how had we did to it. walk the entire building to get to it every yeah. time. <laughs> it was also hall. like our furniture holding place. Mm -hmm. So we would just like oh, throw yeah. like all the couches in there. Right, right. Good times. So yeah, a little more spread out, a little more room. I, it also gives me like the, the mental throwback of like when I shot in my college apartment it you know 10 by 10 room like you can only shoot for so long in that room before you've seen every corner mm -hmm. every angle every possible way the lights could look like that got exhausted very quickly like so, you could create a 3d render in like your head of that room from watching the videos yep 100 100 percent um so yeah what do you have a let's go with like do you have a favorite project that you worked on this year from 2021 videos uh, yeah, um, I want to say air tags, specifically the intro, because like honestly, it doesn't look like much. It's a it's a little circle, yeah. and you have to make something like magical out of it. Mm -hmm. And so we saw the air tags demo from Apple, their introduction for it, and the guy reaches down into the couch and falls into the couch, and we were like, this would be so cool if we could somehow put the audience into the backpack and see the air tag as if they were one of the props. The discovery moment yeah. for mm -hmm. that perspective. And we shot that, so that was Komodo, right? That was yeah. Komodo, So yeah. we put the Komodo in the backpack, we put a light in the backpack, mm -hmm. we put the other props arranged in the backpack. How a did you monitor? for scale. A banana for scale in the backpack. Mm -hmm. I think there was probably a Real monitor banana. connected into the backpack, but then outside so you could see in. We had my phone wirelessly oh, that's, what it, oh, really? <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what it was so that was i i did really like like that intro and that moment in the video was pretty sick what else what, did you have a separate one a different one i mean i think i think the intro this year that was definitely the most exhausting but 
really rewarding was the iPad intro that we did. The M1. The M1. Mm -hmm. It was two days of uh, questioning if any of it was going to work. Or if it even made sense. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I feel like like that happens the whole entire time when you're shooting these intros. It's like, yeah, this makes sense in theory, but once it actually hits the editor, who knows? Um, but that was, that was a lot of fun just because like Vin and I had been talking about it for, for so long. Like I remember Mm. being on an airplane and like drawing it up and being like, I think this makes sense. I sent it to you. And then we got back. We like hit the ground running with a track. Exactly. The track definitely helped. I think that was like definitely the, the perfect, um, example of like, like things just falling into into place. Just like, yeah. Like working. Mm very well like communication without communication in in a certain respect mm-hmm. um but yeah it was like a full day of shooting and then the next day was like purely editing full edit. mm-hmm. and uh but it, it came together well, that's and, a pretty quick turnaround two yeah. days for uh, one of our favorite intros of all time exactly and how did you guys do that again because it was like the pencil drawing on the ipad right yeah it was, was the magic photo, pencil i think mm-hmm. it was like four different lenses that we used for that whole entire intro laua was the mvp Giving you that like super, super first person yeah. device perspective. Yeah. So yeah. that was a Apple pencil strapped on to a wooden camera magic arm. Mm-hmm. And I gaffed it to like the moment like plate because it had a quarter 20 at the end. Oh. Uh, yeah. And so that flat surface on the Apple pencil was perfect for it to like not wiggle around. Okay. And so yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I, I held the Komodo and just, Drew so out on the it iPad. gave like the first. It looked like you were holding the pencil, but the mm-hmm. pencil was just connected right in front of the lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, and the second gen Apple pencil has a flat edge, so mm-hmm. that was the way oh, that it yeah. like held it in yeah. place and, and straight. I think that was also a really fun project because that was the first time that Tim sort of became instrumental right. in like entering the intro. Mm-hmm. I think that was sequence. the first one he worked on. So he like I, I basically gave him this very simple prompt, which was like just like design me like a little. Um, like motion graphic for mm-hmm. like M1 iPad Pro. Yeah, and that was just the it was text. a top just down a shot. And I, I'm expecting Tim to shot. just like I don't know, like spend five minutes on something and be like, okay, how's this? He spends like probably five hours. Tim just has like, never like spent crafted five on anything. like a real original, like handwritten. It was text. at that moment that I knew mm-hmm. that Tim was you know the best person ever. So yeah, um, yeah, really fun intro though. Yeah, I think some of the some of the craziest things when you look back at like. Even just trying to define online video production in general, like there are movies that are super high end, there are YouTube videos at the other end, and then somewhere in between there's like spending 24 hours on a 12 second intro. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that in between. It's a nice <laughs> it's a nice little medium happy ground where yeah. I think we live right now, which is a good time. Mm-hmm. And these two have perfected it. Yeah. This and is where and it comes I can from. only imagine are going to go to bigger and better places in the future. Yeah, now with a couple extra toys we've gotten recently. Wink, wink. Yeah, Colossus. Yeah. We should just talk about Colossus for a second, real quick. I think technically this counts as looking back to 2021. Yeah, it came in 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'll just describe it. I'll just explain what it is. We've we've had Mia. I mean, first of all, we we went out and shot with motorized precision and had no intention of getting one of the robots until we used them and loved them. And then within two months, we had one. So Mia is a three foot by three foot industrial robot arm connected to a computer that talks to an Xbox controller and we can keyframe and build camera moves into it. And we didn't feel 
I don't know. Would you say you felt limited by it? I, I don't know if that's the right word to use. Yeah, super But it limited. was really, it like once you start using it, you immediately became aware of a bunch of other things that you also wanted to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of pieces of tech like that. But essentially now, the one that we've finally upgraded to and started sharing on the studio channel is a six foot by six foot, I believe, Literally robot arm double. of the same thing. Oh, yeah. Called Colossus. Colloquially known as Mamma Mia, because mm-hmm. Mia was smaller and this one's bigger. Um, and that now moves both smoother, faster, and further, harder, better, faster, and stronger than before. So that's the new tool in the studio, and we've begun orchestrating shots around it. We could probably even talk about what we're shooting today, which is uh, oh, yeah. our first full orbit shot, which Ooh. is kind of yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. It's actually more than 360, right? It's, it's, it's a little it's like over 410 yeah. degrees, Ooh, actually, just because yeah. we're going from one side fully to the other side. Right. Get with it, Marcus. Right. Um, okay. But almost like 420. We, yeah, <laughs> almost 420. We didn't want to go as Mimi quite yet. Um, but like, we couldn't even dream of an orbit shot mm-hmm. on Mia. We could barely go from like the power button on a smartphone to like the, the, side. the volume rocker. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing with Mia for me, though, it was just like, there was as much as you could get fast moves out of it there was also a lot of post-production that was necessary to get a lot of the jittering out to it was also like interrupting the shots that we figured we could pull off i feel like we probably scrapped a couple shots too oh, because a lot of just how shaky they were um i'm thinking about that one charging intro the the wireless charging oh. intro that we tried to shoot it was like that, that whole, whole video, video was scrapped. scrapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, like it, it all started on a bad note because of the intro just being so shaky. It was just yeah, um, and it was just one move too, like a simple yeah up. Yeah, yep, yeah. So the 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 Mia robot was it's an older piece of hardware, but it's belt driven on the inside, which essentially had it click every couple of steps, and that little bit of click was amplified at the end of the arm, which is where the camera is. And Mamma Mia does have some new, I don't know if it's hydraulic, but it's not belt driven and it's much smoother. And that reduces a lot of the pain after we shoot of smoothing things out because it's already kind of incredibly smooth once we shoot it. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, I I really enjoyed shooting with the robot and I think we're going to do a lot more. I don't want to overuse it. I always say this. I don't want to. No, but I don't want to use the robot for every video, but. I mean, I it's like for it. the podcast. It's been yeah. even easier to make moves on this, so it's it's going to be used more. And with these two, I was just thinking, like, you guys probably have old ideas you could probably bring back that we couldn't do with Mia. Mm-hmm, uh, I like haven't thought of that, but uh, yeah, it'll it'll have some fun stuff. I'm pumped for 2022. I've been having so much fun on this, and then when these two tell me what to do, it just gets even more fun. Sick. Um, but before we end, we're asking everyone what their favorite piece of tech was for 2021. Who wants to go first? I feel like we have the same answer. Uh, it could Do be the we? same answer to most of uh Wait, go mm. ahead. Tell us what it is. MacBook Pro 14-inch? Yeah. Oh, 14, specifically. Yes. Okay, interesting. That looks oh. different. I'm going to go with Raptor. Uh, the Raptors. Oh, now oh, you, all have to explain, you have to explain now. So why 14 over 16? Um, Just being able to one-hand it and carry it around, like docking and like, the power, it's very close to the 16 yes. when you're editing in Final Cut and you're editing red raw. And so I wanted the absolute best Final Cut machine and the smallest possible like take around form factor. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's much more portable. I'm, I went with the 16 personally because 
just because of my like extra editing real estate. Mm -hmm. But every time I hold the 14, I'm like, this is great. This is really nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Raptor. So we've been shooting Monstro for a couple years now. Maybe the longest we've ever gone with a yeah. single sensor and body combo. You like Raptor. I do. I mean, I'm I personally just find it really cool to see technology come down so significantly in price too. True. Oh yeah, like, it's literally half the cost of Monstro. I think even like more than that. Like Oh yeah, once you add like attachments to Monstro. Yeah. It's also just the fact that like like I've had to deal with DSMC2 for a long time and and seeing so many like parts detach and like having to readjust things because everything is meant to be swappable. Um seeing a body like this that's very much all in one um where there's less moving parts, less stuff can go wrong. It's just making things a lot easier and a lot more reliable. And also, mm. autofocus is kind of promising. I'm rooting for it because it's That's got some. I, it's got some headroom. It's got to. It's got to get a little better. But the fact that it has it at all is, I would never dream of shooting anything autofocus with Monstro. So agreed. And I also like the image straight out of Raptor really a lot. Oh yeah, so, the colors seem just a little better. A than little Monster. better. A little extra dynamic range. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. We also yeah. have to talk about our own. But thank you, Vin and Brandon, for joining us on the 2021 retrospective. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank See you, you next for having week. Us. Yeah, you'll be on next week too. All right, so that's the whole team. Yeah. Just us left. We haven't given our favorite stuff of no, the year not yet. yet. So I think we might as well close it out with that. Do you have a favorite item or maybe favorite tech or, or I, project? I do. And actually, my favorite project and my favorite piece of tech of the year are the same thing. So, you know, nice short little answer to get you on to Christmas a little sooner. It's almost like a pop quiz, kind of. Favorite. Favorite item of tech and favorite video to work on I can, are the same. I, I'll, let me preface this by saying it was the most fun video we worked on this year, I think. So that should give it away a little bit. What was that? Uh, FPV drone by DJI. Nice. Super, super fun video. Flying that thing was insane. Um, podcast listeners who remember know I crashed it. So, you know, that's a pretty oh, yeah. awesome experience. You're the only one who's pretty technically terrifying. had that experience. No one else has it, it crashed was, it yet. It was, it was terrifying. I was the only one who crashed it. I think we kind of wrapped up the video around that. So <laughs> sure. um, not anyone else got the chance, but we still do have them. And we were just talking before about how we should probably race them at some point. Yeah. Maybe not me, but. I would. I think it should be a, we need like to structure it in some way to make mm -hmm. it good, fun to watch. But we definitely should build some sort of obstacle course and race them through it. It's and a perfect at studio the same time. video. Yeah. We got it's, the goggles and everything. It's yeah. just, an, yeah, I, that is one of my favorite pieces of tech of the year. I put that in my favorite tech of the year video, which is probably coming out the same time in this video. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's probably like the most different thing we really got to experience. I mean, we do cars and stuff like that, but that we've done drones, but this was just like drones on a f more fun level. And, and yeah. it was just a blast to work on. So I have a couple random awards I want to give out. Okay. I've just made up some awards just now uh, that awesome. I, I think pertain to the year. Are the trophies on uh, overnight shipping? It should be. We should have <laughs> trophies for these. All right. Number one I'm going to give out is the most seamless video shoot of the year award. And we, I give out this award because every year we have plans for how a video should go. And then inevitably something gets, some wrench gets thrown into it, basically. Yeah. Whether it's travel or arranging the device or the thing we're making a video on or actually shooting it or maybe a robot shot takes way too long. There's always something. Okay. There's always something. So I'm giving the most seamless video shoot award to the Rivian R1T. Oh, that one because we shot it with a phone. We shot it with a phone, but not only that, like, okay, we've had a couple cars here that we want to shoot videos of and 
inevitably there's some wrenches. Like remember when the Hummer was here? We had both of the Hummers <laughs> yes. here and they were like, don't breathe on this too hard Basically, or it'll melt. Yeah. Like we had some precautions to take. I think when we had the, the, the e-tron, we didn't even get to make a video about. We've had a couple other cars here. The Rivian, they brought it here for us to check out. Mm-hmm. for a day and a half. So we basically had an exclusive. I lived with the car. Um, and they literally encouraged me to push it around. They were like, hey, you see yeah. that hill over there? Go drive up it. Come on, drive it. Try to break it. And they really wanted me to like try all these things yeah, with the yeah. truck, which was fun. And then on top of all that, yeah, we shot this whole thing in ProRes on an iPhone 13 Pro Max and the edit was smooth and seamless. I mean, the whole thing went as good as it could have possibly gone. So the truck was cool, the product was cool, and the video was cool. It was yeah, great. That was awesome. So I'm giving that award. Um, most unexpected backlash award. Oh. Of a video. Unex- I don't know. How did you just come up with this? I have one that just came to mind that it's, I remember. Is it it's not blind smartphone, right? That always has like some a bunch of people telling us how to run it. But, of course, of okay, course. Okay. It wasn't that though. It's not that. It was uh the Tesla bot explain video. That, oh, uh, that one that surprised. was always fun because I I gave my uh, relatively pointed opinion, which is that human sized human shaped robots are not efficient at all and don't really have a place in our world. Where I do believe in specific task enabled robots that look nothing like humans. Yeah, or just like automation in general. Yeah, and the entire. Uh, I guess Elon Musk fan community or just general supporters of anything they ever announce, uh. especially Tesla. I mean, the people are like literally worship that stock uh, came at me and they were like, no, this is the way this is Tesla bot is the future. It's got to be humanoid. It's got, everything you said is right. This So, you know, what do I know? I'm just a you know critic. I, I check yeah. out tech products and I give what I feel based on what I've seen. But we'll have to see. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm giving my uh, unexpected backlash I'm more <laughs> upset that I didn't think of that. I've got come to the point where I wish I could mute anyone with dollar sign TSLA in their bio on Twitter because it's just like there's just so much blind defending. There's so many things that are fantastic about Tesla, but there's plenty of things about every company to critique about. And mm-hmm. those fanboys just seem to be on another level recently. It's, it's Which a is lot. a great transition to my uh, best performing videos award. Okay. I have a best, I mean, that helps. You probably have a really good hint now, Dude, but it, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, I have two yeah. actually. Best performing video with the most views and best performing video with the most ratings, which are two okay. different videos this year. Um, so okay. the best performing, best performing, which one you want to guess? I think I can guess the best ratings and mm. it's because the video is about ratings is my yep. guess. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so the best rated video Came out a month before the end of the year. It's my dear YouTube video, which was just talking about how they got rid of the dislike button and how that's not a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has 500,000 likes. Wow. That's absurd. It's half a million people. Is that more likes than PS5? I, I feel like PS5 is our like, uh, that's sort of the benchmark video or, yeah. or Sam, the Samsung Fold's first ones were pretty crazy numbers. But, but those didn't even have that many engagements. No, yeah. PS5 was wild. Let me look at PS5. PlayStation 5 unboxing, I'm assuming, is yeah, the big yeah. one. Opening that up, that has 577,000 likes. So that's more? Yeah. I, I mean, this st- is top top five of all time we're looking at that's right now. That's crazy. Really good performing videos. Um, but by views, the most uh, highly performing video was actually my Tesla Model S Plaid impressions video. Only sense. got it about four months ago. That video has 10 million views in four months. 
Um, wow. So speaking of like rabid Tesla fans, mm-hmm. they're they're on it. They're on it. I mean, I fully intend to like actually review the car. I've had it for a while now. I've put, gosh, maybe twenty thousand miles Have you on put it. Twenty thousand. I that think already? so. Jeez. So I've I've really enjoyed it. But full review is definitely in the works. But those are some random awards I wanted to give for uh, twenty twenty one. Awesome. It was a good time. Um, I think that's about it for this year. We have one more episode we're going to put out next week, which is going to be- Wait, wait. I wanted to interrupt. Go for it. I have a question that's not on the list for you guys. Okay. What was the best and worst thing about doubling the team this year? Best and worst thing about doubling the team. That's a a really- I actually have a great uh, numerical anecdote for that. Um, I'm scared of this. No, I, I set the goal- Roughly for a hundred videos, okay. MKBHD videos goal, yeah. for the year, and last year I think we had something like 113, like something crazy like that, where it was like, oh wow, not only are we making better videos, but we're making more videos. Huge success! Can't believe we're getting this good. Let's do even better this year. And this year I look back and we're right around 91 videos right now. Mm-hmm. And I first saw that number and I was like, dang, I think you know, spending extra time on like team management and project management and things like that actually brought the output down. The videos are really good, yeah. but the output went down. But then I realized there was that, but there's also all the studio channel videos, all the podcasts, and all the podcast clips. And I think combining all of that, it's probably at somewhere like 160 videos. And I'm really proud of like all of what we've done from building the team this year. So that's both my upside and downside is like, I have to reframe success a little bit because we we sort of unlocked doors that didn't exist before by having more on the team. I mean, if you think we're going to come, like coming out of 2021, only nine videos shy of 100, whereas 100's been like the most we've ever really hit before. I think we just went over it maybe last year, but then launching podcast video and launching studio, like that's wildly successful. That's Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I honestly thought we were going to be a little lower than that. Just seeing we still made it out of that, that's awesome. It's a good time. Um, I think the be- the best things have just been like, it's been nice to have workloads off on different people and being able to make everything more efficient. Um, working as a team is super fun and working as a team together just outputs better quality in general. Yep. I really think the channel's done that this year. Um, I'm super proud of the podcast. I'm super proud of the studio channel. And then the main channel's just getting better. Yeah, I can't think of a worse. Um, that's That's... I, like honestly hard I'm not even joking I can't think of uh, I also like, put you guys on the spot so yeah a little yeah. <laughs> on the spot I gave all you guys plenty that wasn't of time pre-approved we don't have any other things no yeah I, I think 2022 you'll see uh, a lot more of the same types of ambition and we January might be kind of underrated like there's kind of a lot happening in yeah. January so. I'll, I'll say worst I don't think I'm Max favorite at the office anymore because there's so Whoa. many people that pay a ton of attention to him all the time is so. it attention or food it's food no attention to. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mac is a lover of all, that's and fair. I get jealous sometimes. So that's <laughs> the worst part about having a bigger team. Fair. Well said. Well, catch you guys in a week. Next week, we're talking 2022 predictions, hopes, dreams, foresight, Rubbing crystal our ball. Tech crystal ball. Yeah. All that stuff. It's Same coming up. Same wavelength. That's we'll crystal catch you guys. Matched, we'll catch you guys in that video, and then see you next year. Peace. Waveform is produced by Adam Molina. We are partnered with Vox Media, and our intro-outro music was created by Vane Sill. So.